Hi, this is Kristen McDonald, and welcome to Second Vision. My guest today, Janet Lynn Morrison, is a mother, business owner, author, inspirational speaker, and a professional dreamer. She lives by the slogan, Live Impossibly, and states, I have overcome so many impossible situations in my life, and each one has taught me how to not only survive, but to thrive. I embrace failure as my biggest teacher, and I'm passionate about living life to my fullest potential and look for opportunities to squeeze every drop out of life. Her latest book, Forever is Today, takes readers on an emotional roller coaster and a spirited journey of love, understanding, and the ter- determination. The book will launch on February 9th, just in time for Valentine's Day 2021. 2021, can you believe it? Mm-hmm. So, good morning, Janet Lynn. So nice to have good you morning. here from Toronto. Thank you so much. I'm very pleased to be here, and uh, hello to everyone. Well, I, I know our listeners are going to enjoy hearing about your new book. So, so tell us what led you to write the book, and what's it like to to live full, fully out, you know, and living your dreams. Tell us the the whole crux of the book and why you wrote it. Okay, well, I would love to share that with you. So, forever is today. Um, that that title just really, really spoke to me, and that's how the book was born. Just thinking of those words and thinking that yesterday is in the past. You know, tomorrow is not promised, but forever is really today. And so, I have tried to embrace every single day of my life the notion of living today and not thinking about tomorrow or what's already happened in the past. And I navigate my life using forgiveness and dealing with things um, as they come, but head on. And um, there have been so many different trials that I've gone through, just like so many other people. And the um, inspiration behind this particular story is one of my daughters. I have three beautiful girls. And uh, five years ago, my 15-year-old daughter, Maddie Rose, was diagnosed with a rare condition, and it was an autoimmune um, liver disease. And mm. it was something that our family had to deal with, and it was really an impossible situation, to say the least. And I tried to understand it very much from her perspective, and I put myself in her shoes for the past five years and tried to imagine what that would be like, being in the prime of your life, um, having ideas for university, for travel. She wanted to be a model and all of these different things. And just she wanted to see the world, and she still does, but she has to figure out a way to make a new plan, a plan that is a little bit different, albeit the same. So that's how it all started, and um, I, I hope to inspire people around me every day. I own a few businesses, which are all uh, physical fitness gyms, and I have the opportunity every day to do so and to tell people, yes, you can, when they say I can't. And I tell people, you know, if you see a bunch of people going one way, you know, get as far away from them as possible and go the other way because that way maybe – more arduous at the time, but you're going to get so much more out of following your own path and just uh, being a trailblazer. That's what I really believe in. 
Well, that's so beautiful. I mean, first of all, that's uh, so much information in in just uh, the top of the show because you've fostered so many thoughts on my part. One about uh, you know facing he- things head on, not being in denial, acceptance. You know, I, I know this for myself, having gone through a, a diagnosis at age thirty with all my dreams just kind of going, you know, with the the vision loss. Um, but you you talk about gratitude, which is so important. You know, staying present is really being mindful. And I, I practice. I'm a new new to meditation, even though I've been you know studying it for years. But mindfulness and being in the present is so important. Thirdly, your daughter. I'm my empathy goes out to you and the family because that's so difficult. So many families often break up or uh, crack up over a diagnosis of some sort. And I don't know what her prognosis is, but it's so wonderful that she has already such a strong support team and role model as yourself. And it sounds like your family, because that will just set her sailing, you know, to be a a victor instead of, you know, some people end up being victims, you know, of their own health conditions, not not by choice, but, but... so, so I think that's really very powerful, a lot of the things you just said. You know, I mean, is there a treatment for her condition, or, if, or is that too delicate to talk about? Oh, nothing's too delicate, but thank you for asking. Um, they try in the medical world to deal with things as they come, I think. I think it could be too overwhelming otherwise, and I think they have a hard time navigating the, the landmines of questions that people Uh, ask out of fear, and um, they do say, uh, a lot of people ask us, is she on a list? Uh, She has less than 7% of her liver, and that was the state that her liver was in at age 15. There were no, um, there was no way that we could have known that her liver was under attack because uh, the liver does not feel pain until it's very sick and very cirrhotic and scarred. So she turned yellow overnight and turned into a walking banana, and the doctors were horrified. And they did say that they try to keep the liver in her as long as possible. So she's on a lot of different medication, which isn't the best thing, and she gets very frustrated with that because she doesn't feel well. And there is the possibility that some of these medications can cause other problems such as bone cancer and osteoporosis, which she has advanced osteoporosis right now and she's 20 and Mm. she has to be very careful. Um, She's on high doses of prednisone and and lots of different things, but it is keeping her liver um, happy enough, although she isn't really doing fantastic with the treatment and we've been told that some people in her situation can go years and years without needing that transplant, but we're we're getting closer to that time. So we're just waiting, and, um, you know, I think that, if anything, she's going to be excited for that day to come because the idea of being able to live a better way and not have this looming over her um, would free her from a lot of distress and anxiety. So she she may be uh, able to have a, a transplant at some point. 
She she may yes. be able to have a, a donor. Uh, oh, that's just amazing. You know, my, a friend mm-hmm. of mine told me this beautiful story. It makes me think of it that her daughter during the COVID uh, donated, I guess, plasma and stem cell, blood and stem cell for a certain type of leukemia. She just got on a website. Uh, I forgot the name of that website. You might be familiar with it on um, something match, you know, and she didn't, she just stopped thinking about it. And boom, her number was called and she went in to help this other 21-year-old, I guess she's 23, she's there only a few years apart. And long story short, they're now writing to each other, nameless. They have to be anonymous for a year. But that patient is coming along so well. And it was such a beautiful oh. story. So I hope the same for you and your family, uh, you know, in your future. That's, that's really, um, that's very hopeful. And what a thing to deal with at that age. Is this a genetic condition? N- not at all. Not exactly. They do say that there is a possible predisposition, genetic predisposition, and basically they believe that it's like turning on a light switch. The environment had the perfect factors, and it could have been something as small as a cold that uh, triggered it, and they think that maybe when she was around 11 years old, she had a, a bad cold that flicked the switch because it would have taken about three years for her liver to get to that state. My so, God. Mm-hmm. And so with so COVID did. now, this is an extra, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, an extra step for you people to take with protection and everything. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, she is high risk, but we we tend to all follow each other. Uh, in this home right now, I still have two of my daughters. The other one uh, lives across the country, but we really like to try to, keep things as normal as possible. So, you know, we don't do anything crazy and we're we're following the prescribed rules that everyone else is following. Right. Um, but we right. don't we don't talk about it, we don't think about it too much. We don't follow the social That's media. Good. Yeah, and so we're we're kind of in a bubble of of um, of happiness over here. <laughs> um, no, you know, that's I wonderful, think, and that's what yeah. you know. I don't know if you read Dr. Joe Dispenza or any of these oh, other. Gosh, I've read tons of his. Yeah, the super becoming supernatural. I'm on like his third book, and I I just love him. I've heard him speak at seminars, so I'm into all that too. Yeah. You know, like I said mm-hmm. uh, earlier, a conversation for another time. But so tell us, you mentioned something either in the press release or somewhere. This is a love affair. So is a love affair between you and your daughter, or was this a, another branch of the book? Explain that for for me. Okay. Um, the main character's name is B. And Excuse me. So is it a act- fictional book, or is it a it is. how-to book? It's a fictional it book. Okay. It is a fiction romance <laughs> novel that will definitely need a box of Kleenex for um, so many different people. I've had uh, males in their early to mid-60s read it and say, oh, my gosh, you, you've done a, a wonderful job here. And um, it's narrated by a male. So I use a first-person narrative, and it is a, a 17-year-old male that is writing the book. And he said, oh, you know, so is it audible? It is going to be on Audible, yes. Right now I have my pre-sales going from my website, and anyone who purchases the book before February 9th, the big launch, gets a free audiobook. And my daughter Maddie uh, shares her story, and it's her voice reading it, 
and then I narrate the rest of the story. So we're very, very excited about that, and it will also be available on Amazon in 15 countries. So that's so exciting. So uh, you're saying that um, if someone goes to your website, because a lot of our listeners are blind or visually impaired, and and as far Mm -hmm. as myself is concerned, I'm a voracious reader, and I'm on there all the time. So Audible, I'm a big Audible member. Uh, so if you go to the website, you purchase the book, then what, you get an extra one free? Or how, is, how does it work? Yes. Maybe I misunderstood. So on February so you buy 9th, one, you get one free. Yes, you get the free audio version with it. Oh, yeah. so, oh, so next, what is that, a CD now, or it's a digital nope, download? It'll be a it'll be a digital download on Audible. Oh, on Audible. Okay, that's mm-hmm. terrific. That's great. Fantastic. And I imagine you're also on Kindle. Um. Yes, I just don't have all the details about that currently. Yeah, it's coming, um, right. Coming. Yes, it's coming. So if you do miss the date, don't worry about it because it you'll just be able to get it afterwards. That's all that sure. means. So, yeah, So and, and going back to your question, so it is a beautiful romantic love story, and it's also about the relationships uh, between the two families, and there's a lot of relationship going on in this book, which is really what life is all about. It's experiencing heartbreaking lows, joyous highs, and uh, life is an emotional roller coaster, and we need one another. So this book portrays that very nicely. And um, and was it based it, on a true story? Your well, your the plot and your characters. Um, it isn't a true story in the sense that my daughter didn't meet this particular person who's narrating the story, but the character B in the story, a lot of the things that she's going through and the things that she she shares in the story is all inspired by my daughter, Maddie. Very, very nice. And for people listening, what what is the name of your website to go to find you? It's JanetLynn.com, so that's J-A-N-E-T hyphen Lynn, L-Y-N-N.com. And my YouTube channel and social media handles are all on that site. And you can also find out more about myself and some new projects that I'm involved in and other books that I'm writing. So how long have you been doing the speaking and the writing? Because it sounds like you have these other businesses, the fitness, and you've always been into positive positive things. I have wanted to be an author since I was a little girl. I've had a love affair with books uh, from as long as I can remember. And uh, I've always found that that was the, the one thing that kept me afloat when the seas were getting rough, the seas of life in my own life. So... I did start a business um, five years ago, like I said, the fitness in, in the fit in the, in the fitness industry. And um, at that particular time, it was about five years ago, I had the opportunity to speak. I was invited to share my experience as a franchisee with over a thousand other franchisees, and I got to share the stage with um, a very special person, Les Brown. And afterwards, I had an opportunity for a picture with him, and he looked at me, and he said, young lady, you need to be speaking to the world. And that changed my life, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it, so I immediately joined the John T. Maxwell team and got certified as a speaker, and that became my purpose in life was to 
inspire people to follow their dreams and to do the impossible and not to um, be afraid, but rather to, to follow your dreams because that's what it's all about. We get one life and we don't want to waste it. And so that means that we have to think and be aware and figure out what our purpose is and get those things checked off of your list. You know, I have this list, like, I wanted to swim with the sharks, I did it. I wanted to jump out of a plane, I did it. And all of these things that are on my list are things that I go after. I wanted to write a book, and then it went so well, I thought, my goodness, I think I love this, I'm going to write some more books. So I have a few more books in the works, and anytime I have the opportunity to speak, of course, I love it, and with COVID, you know, it hasn't really slowed anything down because of the lovely Zoom. Zoom, uh, what would we do without mm -hmm. Zoom? I know because I speak frequently on Zoom myself. What is the, the, what did you say, J.T. Maxwell? Is that like a Toastmasters or a Speakers Bureau? Is that Canadian? Um, No, John Maxwell is from the U.S. and he has a huge organization, um, hundreds of countries. Uh, there's over 101 countries, people from different countries that mass um, to his events twice a year in Florida. And it's just um, all about empowerment and personal development. Um, they help people to develop their speaking abilities, to become life coaches, and all of that good stuff. Oh, they certify in life coaching too, and that's very interesting. It's something I'm thinking about toying with uh, going forward. So we'll have to, I'd love to talk to you about that uh, another sure. time. Yeah. But what a beautiful story. That. And so your your daughter um, has helped you with the book as well. She's also, did, is that the same daughter who's narrating? There's a male narrator uh, yes. and she's. No, there that, is no, yes, yes. So her, her voice is in there um, in a dual way because in the audible version she does read and share part of her story which is also found at the back of the book but again like the personality of the main character and the things that she goes through is my daughter and then interestingly enough my eldest daughter um, was my creative editor and she's uh, also a beautiful writer and together as a family we came up with certain situations and You know, I, I would say it was something that everyone um, played a small part in, which I had mentioned in the dedication and the acknowledgments at the beginning of the book. So you'll have to get the book, and you'll have I to I have to get the book, absolutely. You know, when you're talking about how reading, you know, always uh, just helped you so much when you were growing up, and since since I've lost part of my eyesight, I've, I've doubled my reading. I was always a, a reader, but I, I'm I, I double the amount of reading now, at least double, triple. And it has saved me, and especially during the pandemic. I mean, I've gone back to the classics, you know, and I just finished The Thornbirds, and now I'm on to Gone with the oh. Wind. And last night, it was midnight. I couldn't put it down. I'm at the end with, you know, Brett and Scarlet, and I think, oh, my God, Brett, rather. And, you know, reading can just take you away, and I love fiction, absolutely. I love all different kinds of reading, but if you can just immerse yourself to get away from the news and so much of the stress that we're all feeling, you know, in the globe right now, it's really helpful. Yeah. It's a great diversion. Yeah, so I, thank God for audiobooks. You know, I don't know what I'd do mm -hmm. without them. So that's, Yeah, that's well, you've got terrific. the right idea, that's for sure. Reading is just a, a wonderful trans 
transformational journey in, in every way. So It is, um, and when you find a good mm-hmm. writer, you know, you just want to drink in their words, you know, so that's one reason mm-hmm. why I've gone back to some of these uh, classics. I, I got caught in some of the, you know, the... Whether it's a New York Times bestseller or you know the thrillers, which I just they're just not my thing, you know. And um, mm-hmm. some of the some of the top books on Audible are, I don't know, people are obsessed with death, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I have a, a different choice of what I like to read, but so so that's fantastic. So you're doing sort of a virtual book tour now. Yes, that's what I'm doing. I have a couple of other interviews set up, and I'm just really excited to share the book with the world and. A lot of very interesting people have um, already had the opportunity to read it, and they um, one particular person got their hands on the book, and he just happens to be a Hollywood producer. So I'm very excited about the fact that it's being shopped in Hollywood right now, and uh, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed and and uh, trying to attract that to happen in my life and with all of my meditation with Dr. Joe Dispenza and and all the rest of it, I'm going to get there. It's just a matter of time. That is beautiful. And do you you write down all the things that Joe suggests? I was just on one of his calls for with a thousand people on Saturday. It was pretty amazing, and we all meditated together. It was was really nice. Yeah, a friend of mine has gone to his things in Cancun, and and, uh, mm. and so they were doing a healing prayer. It was very, very nice, really nice. I I absolutely love everything about it. I've taken his online workshop because you have to do that before you attend one of his events, and I'm planning on attending his event in September in Niagara Falls. So Beautiful. I'm very and mm. so you have to do well, what before you attend the event? You have to write down the... No, you have to take a 12-week online workshop. And I would like to add also is how I found out about Dr. Joe was because I have high hopes that my daughter, Maddie Rose, is going to embrace these teachings and methodology and uh, heal her body, heal her liver, so that she doesn't need a transplant. And um, it's all about spontaneous healing and love, and I'm just so excited about what is possible. Yes, and they had some testimonials on the on the healing meditation that we did on Saturday, and it was really magnificent. So I, I you know, they they're real people telling their stories. So mm-hmm. miracles happen, but mm-hmm. you have to ask for the miracle first and believe it. That's you right. Don't have faith. That's it. So, is there anything else you want to add to us before we close about your your wonderful journey and your book? Um, I would love to add two little things. One is if you do read the book, you must start with the prologue. It's crucial that you do so and end with the epilogue because there's a really marvelous twist that no one can see coming. So there's a little snippet um, to get you excited to read it. And the other thing is, is I live by a slogan. You mentioned it earlier, and it's live impossibly. And... That's all about embracing what's impossible and realizing that you can do anything. And I just think that that's so important. So I just want to say, you know, embrace the notion that anything is possible and move towards opportunities to do the impossible because you only have one life and the time is now. 
It's beautiful, and your story has fit perfectly in with the concept of second vision, you know, recreating a life plan or vision when the first one fails. And you and your family are beautiful inspiration to everyone, everyone listening today, and, of course, myself. So thank, well, thank you, you so much. much, Janet Lynn. And one last time, give your website quickly and, and uh, for our listeners. Thank you. And you're also a big inspiration to so many people, so thank you. And the oh, website is Janet-Lynn, so J-A-N-E-T-L-Y-N-N.com. And the name of the book is Forever Is Today. Great. And if I didn't hyphenate your name, I can never find that hyphen button. <laughs> anyway, Uh-oh. thank you so much. Exactly. Uh, I have other other buttons marked on my uh, on my keyboard. Anyway, for those of you listening today, I'm Kristen McDonald with Second Vision. My guest, Janet Lynn Morrison. I hope you check out her book, as I will. And it's a beautiful story of inspiration and hope. And the message here today is never give up and anything's possible. Have a blessed day. I'm Kristen McDonald for Second Vision.